on that note, this is the Broadly Specific Podcast with Matt Sinkwagrani. I am your host, Matt. Uh, thank you very much uh, for tuning in to the very first episode of uh, the BS Podcast. I got my yellow pad ready, set and ready to go. Hopefully we'll have a laugh or two along the way and uh, touch on a variety of topics. Uh, so a little bit about myself and just kind of what I envisioned for this podcast. I'd really like this to kind of flow more so like a live radio broadcast. Uh, obviously it's recorded uh, and there will be some minor touches to it, but really it's uh, um, just kind of want to see where the topics lead, how they kind of intertwine, how the show will ebb and flow, and then really kind of go from there. So just a little history with you know, things that I've done. I've always been really interested in radio and uh, actually did for a semester go uh, for radio and television broadcasting uh, school. That did not work out, so now I'm in my basement and doing this. So, uh, <laughs> but hey, thanks for tuning in. So, I'm just a guy who has uh, a lot of different thoughts on things and a lot of different uh, feelings on things and hopefully uh, a lot of you uh, can understand my perspective and provide uh, you know feedback hopefully I can relate to you in in some way and be able to uh, entertain you a little bit about myself so I am a, uh, a guy in my 30s uh, married to a beautiful wife, uh, you can tell she's awesome because she's letting me goof around and you know do something like this. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then I have two young daughters, uh, one that is a little over two and a half, and one that is uh, just shy of four months old. Uh, so they keep uh, the two of us busy. And uh, it's really cool to kind of see their personalities and how they developed over the, um, uh, I mean, months for the one and years for the other. Uh, and then uh, having two, uh, two young girls like I do, just seeing really how different they are, uh, which is uh, kind of an entertaining thing. Uh, you know, something you have two children that came from the same parents and uh, the amount of differences between the two uh, are just amazing they're phenomenal so the vision of this podcast is like I said really to kinda um, grow touch on a lot of different topics really want to touch on things like cooking uh, sports music current events things that are happening in the world and then you know, just kind of see how they relate to more, more or less, uh, uh, you know, my everyday life, I guess, um, and things like that. So, uh, I guess we'll get this started uh, with the very first topic of the day. Uh, so, I'm going to get right into music. So, the song that you heard at the intro that was uh, a song called "Go" by Pearl Jam. I'm going to try to do a different song each episode. Uh, and really get into, you know, kind of how that's uh, touched me, whether it was the song itself or the band. So as we'll discover, uh, I am a tremendous uh, Pearl Jam fan. Some may say obsessed, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I have Pearl Jam license plates, Pearl Jam tattoo. Uh, I collect Pearl Jam posters. I have them framed. I try to go to concerts when they're around, they're in town. And uh, it's really a band that's changed my life. There's someone who really it, it 
kind of my lower lows and my highest highs I've had with that band. So the reason I chose that that song was uh, I re- I mean I really like it, but it it really had kind of a a build up beat, and I'm super excited about uh, you know doing this podcast. And so it really is going to allow me to, uh, I just thought it was a cool way to kind of start things off and, and get things going. So one of the reasons I really enjoy Pearl Jam, I've, I've seen them a lot, uh, live a number of times. And I just, you, you see them in concert and, you know, think of a band that you really enjoy, a band that you really like that speaks to you. And you're like, you know, I, I really love these songs. I really enjoy, you know, this beat or or these words. They just really speak to me. Heck, maybe you've even had yourself. Uh, I mean, we all enjoy music, but maybe you've had uh, an instance where you found yourself just really emotional with music, where it's really, you know, this song just like really, you know, touches you. It brings you to a a place that, you know, not necessarily a bad place, but a place where you're having some you know, real emotions during during the song, and, you know, it's really touching you in that way. Pearl Jam really does that for me. You know, go to a concert, and, you know, kind of the anticipation, and, you know, heart kind of palpitates really, really quickly, and, you know, almost beating out of your chest, and, you you know, the, the, uh, the lights go off, and um, maybe you've seen someone go out on the stage, and they're you know, doing a mic check or they're, you know, testing some instruments. But the lights go down and just the crowd just kind of erupts even before anything has happened. It's just dark. People are cheering. And then you go and you, you the band takes the stage and you get like these kind of goosebumps, I guess. They kind of go up your arm. And that's something that, that Pearl Jam really does for me. Um, so hopefully you have a band or uh, some kind of music out there that really, you know, does that for you. I really enjoy listening to live music. Anytime I can go see live music, whether it's a band that I love, you know, uh, I have kind of a, a mental hierarchy, I guess, of, of bands that I really enjoy and, and you know, how I feel about those bands. But even if it's something local, you know, someone local that it's like, you know what, I just want to go check them out. Or, you know, my wife and I, hey, let's go to a bar. I hear they have live music tonight. Uh, What's the band like? I don't really know. Uh, But let's just go sit and listen, you know, let's check them out. Um, But those, you know, that's something I really enjoy. Big supporter of of music and live music within the community and and things like that. Another cool thing I try to do, I don't know. I think it's cool. Maybe it's not. But really expose my daughters to a lot of music as well and and show them the different uh, instruments that that they're playing on the stage and really try to empower them with different types of female voices. Uh, so female lead singers. I've been watching uh, White Stripes videos lately. Meg, Meg White, uh, female drummer. And really just kind of teaching them those types of things. So uh, my... Eldest seems to have a real interest in music, and so uh, hopefully one day our our youngest will as well. She's just working on neck control, so uh, picking up a drumstick I don't think is going to really work for her right now. I mean, holding it, but then she'll probably put it in her mouth or something, and that's just not going to be conducive for drum playing. So hopefully have some kind of band or you know music or something like that that uh, you really enjoy. Why I chose that specific song, I mean, you know, Pearl Jam has hundreds of songs that they've done. Uh, I just feel like that song, when I hear it, 
just there's a whole lot of energy that goes along with it and I've been really anticipating this so so something else that really makes me kind of feel and have emotions and things such as that uh, are sports uh, so I did have a topic lined up that I really wanted to talk about and I've decided to move away from that only in like the last hour or so so tonight the Hall of Fame, uh, one of the Baseball Hall of Fame committees announced that they're going to let a couple players in. And one of the players is is a guy called Harold Baines. And my dad uh, was a huge fan of Harold Baines uh, when he was a player. So I immediately got on the phone and I called him and uh, I could hear the happiness and the excitement in his voice and it really brought me back to a, a time that I had that was personal so I'm a huge sports fan pretty much all sports I watch anything from um, football to curling to you know uh, winter Olympics uh, summer Olympics uh, basketball hockey uh, you know I, I really enjoy them all uh, the, the sport I enjoy the most is baseball uh, absolute diehard baseball fan and my favorite team is the Chicago White Sox so I uh, do reside just north of Chicago so that's my team and my all-time favorite player growing up was a player named Frank Thomas and uh, it was my brother's favorite player and whenever we went to the Sox game you know him and I would just kind of joke around and say ah, how many how many home runs do you think Frank Thomas is going to hit today he had a couple of the greatest seasons I've ever seen by a right-handed hitter but, you know, I don't really want to get too much into the um, the sports aspect of it. But hopefully you had an instance where, you know, you've gone to a sporting event and you remember that. Maybe it was with your father or your, your brother or your sister or your mother or, uh, you know, an uncle or aunt or, you know, someone took you to a sporting event and you had a really, really just amazing time. And maybe an athlete did something that was unbelievable. And you say, you know what? I've never seen anything like that. That's awesome. So, you know, that's what Frank Thomas really kind of provided to myself. And I, I believe my brother as well when we were kids growing up. So a couple of years ago, my, my wife goes to me, hey, what's your, what's your ideal vacation? Being the sports nerd that I am. Uh, I said, oh, let's take a baseball road trip. Um, so something to know about my wife is that she was uh, born in the United States, born in Chicago, and then she grew up in Ecuador. Down there, there's not a whole lot of baseball. It's it's a mainly soccer country. Nevertheless, she still wasn't into sports that much. It's not like it is here where, you know, we, you know even kind of the, the, the common, you know, Joe Schmo that walks down the street, uh, you know, knows the teams and, and knows a little bit about it. Oh, you know, hey, uh, uh, when the Cubs won the World Series a couple of years ago, hey, the Cubs are doing really well. Uh, you know, everyone kind of knew that. So it, it's not, it doesn't seem to me like it was that same type of environment for him. So anyway, she agreed to this baseball road trip and uh, it was awesome. So we get up early in the morning, we drive to Pittsburgh, uh, we see a Pirates game. The next day we wake up. We drive to Philadelphia, uh, we see a Phillies game, and then from there we head up to Cooperstown, New York, uh, and that is home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Cooperstown, New York is this little upstate town in New York, uh, I think it was about 
uh, maybe an hour and a half, hour 45 from Syracuse. So it's, it's nowhere near New York City or anything like that. So we go up there to see Frank Thomas get inducted in the Hall of Fame. And it was a really cool weekend. My brother actually went out there with a couple friends, and um, we met up with them. There's a whole weekend. There's a parade of players. Uh, so all the players that have been inducted in the Hall of Fame, they all get you know paraded through with their wives and their families and, and whatnot. And um, it was really cool to have kind of that the experience that I talked a little bit about with you know the concert, uh, but having that with the Hall of Fame. Um, because you knew it was going to happen. So, you know, with a sport, you don't really know what's going to happen next. Um, you don't know if the player's going to get hit or strike out or, you know, anything like that. But you, when you have that, that uh, when it happens, it's just, you know, you have this elation. You have this sheer joy. You, you're just, like, it's just, it's fantastic. So this was a little bit different because we knew he was getting inducted. We knew he was going to give a speech. And we had that kind of, for me anyway, it was kind of like this concert, this build-up towards it. So kind of how this ties back to my dad and what I was saying with, with this player, Harold Baines, is that it really it really brought up a lot of old memories. You know, you, you here it was, uh, I think this happened f four years ago. And here it was, you know, four years ago, and you're having all these flashbacks back to, um, you know, when we were kids. Oh, my God, you know, I remember him hitting that home run. Um, don't you remember, you know, that player? Remember when he was in the home run derby and, and, and you know, remember when he won the two MVPs? And it brings you back to your childhood and, and kind of that time of innocence and that time of, you know, you, you don't have a whole lot of worries. You don't have a whole lot of, you know, negativity in your life. And it's just something sheer positive and awesome. And I, I think for three days, I just ran around Cooperstown, New York, just like being a kid. It was awesome. It maybe drove my wife a little crazy. Uh, I don't know if she understood it fully all the time. Yeah, I tried to articulate to her, you know, and try to relate it to her. But, you know, for me, it was just amazing. And it was something I'll never forget. And I, you know, I think of that with my dad now, with one of his favorite players. And I think that's really cool, you know. He's going to have all these kind of thoughts come up of the 1983 White Sox where you had, uh, you know, Harold Baines was a star player on that team. And I know my dad really, really loved that, that team. And he's going to think back to that. And he's probably going to have some, you know, joys of watching that and, and listening to those games on the radio and, and the, you know, kind of that time in his life that happened so long ago, but it'll kind of become fresh in his mind, which is really cool. So I really like how sports kind of does that and really evokes those, those feelings and those emotions and those thoughts. And for those of you who are concerned about <laughs> that baseball trip with my wife, uh, we immediately left the Hall of Fame and went to Niagara Falls. Uh, so she definitely got, you know, something uh, something for her. And if you've ever been to Niagara Falls, it's one of the wonders of the world, and you should absolutely go. Just utterly breathtaking, very beautiful. And then we eventually made our way home from that trip. Uh, kind of a kind of a cool story that I always remember from that trip as well. As we were uh, cutting through Ontario, we didn't have cell phone service. Um, because we're technically in Canada. So we come out of the Windsor Tunnel in Detroit because we were going to go to a baseball game in Detroit. 
and my mother-in-law was calling me and wanted to see what was going on, answer the phone, you know, hey, we're going through security checkpoint, like what's going on? Uh, and that's when uh, she let, she was our realtor and she let us know that we are we had a closing date finally for our house. So our first house that we bought together, we found out on that trip that we finally had a closing date. So that was a really cool thing. And it kind of, uh, we had gone through a lot getting our house and, and, uh, we had waited a long time to get it because, uh, it was a short sale and it took, uh, despite the name short sale, uh, it takes forever for a house to close. So, uh, we had made the offer in December and we didn't close until September. It was a good nine months, but, um, so see another, another happy memory that comes from sports and kind of thinking of that. Moving on to an, another topic is uh, uh, just kind of something that I was able to experience the other day with Izzy. Izzy is my eldest daughter, and uh, I had seen that there was a holiday train coming through town. Uh, so got her bundled up in her snowsuit, and we went outside. And it was just unbelievably freezing cold. And we go out there, and we see probably one of the coolest things I've seen as far as this train. Uh, it's a, a locomotive, and it's just decked out in all these lights. It's got box cars, it's got um, a couple passenger cars, and then there was a caboose at the end, um, which I don't even know. Do they even use cabooses anymore? I, I don't know. But it was there, and they were all lit up with all these lights, and there was a, a glowing wreath at the back end of the caboose, and uh, I don't know if that's a pun for something or what that is, but... The train goes by and and we got to see it. So I just thought that was a really cool thing. It was a really cool experience. Izzy and I like to share in a lot of different experiences and and go out and teach her about things in the world. So that was a really cool experience that I felt that we got to share together. So just a really a really great thing. So obviously the holidays are around the corner, and uh, with the holidays around the corner. Uh, a lot of people are cooking and uh, doing things of that nature. Uh, so something I really enjoy is I really enjoy cooking. Um, just to kind of get into, you know, my, my uh, I come from a Italian and Sicilian background. My grandmother uh, passed away in May of last year. And she was kind of, you know, we'd, we'd get together for the holidays. And I, you know, I don't know if there was anyone in your family that's like this, but I, she would always make food as if the, just the entire, like, army was coming over. I mean, I, I remember one year for Christmas, I took home a lasagna. I didn't take home a piece of lasagna. I took home a actual lasagna, like a whole lasagna like that's how much extra food there was um which is just utterly insane so she had passed away and she loved to cook and you know kind of with just kind of roles within a family and everything um growing up um you know the women always kind of cooked in the family old school style and the guys would go over to my grandparents house we'd hang out in the basement by my grandpa's bar and uh you know talk and watch sports <laughs> and that's kind of what happened so so uh my grandma had passed away last year and then uh this year in may my pa passed away and uh, those deaths really kind of triggered some emotions and for 
some unbeknownst reason, I decided that I was going to drink wine and and uh, make pasta sauce. Uh, never really made. I mean, I, I you know, everyone's kind of doctored up pasta sauce. You know, I, like, uh, what is this, Prigo? Yeah, I threw some extra oregano in there. Um, and we've all kind of done that. But uh, I decided to make, you know, kind of scratch-made sauce, like hardcore, and kind of what I had remembered my grandma doing. And uh, I remember my wife um, walking in the door, and my wife's name is Veronica, and she walks in, and uh, she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a bottle and a half in at that point, and I'm like, "Well, I'm making pasta sauce," uh, and she is just, I, she kind of looked like a little bit concerned, but you know, so I went through and and made this pasta sauce, and for you know, at the end of it, we're eating it, and I'm like. You know, I feel better. Um, you know, I feel I feel a lot better now. Uh, so it was kind of a cool thing how cooking really allowed me to kind of cope with something, um, took my mind off something, and it it brought me focus. Um, you know, I think with anything that we do in our lives is that you want to do a really good job, and you want to have focus, and you want to you want to do it to the best of your ability. And I was able to kind of forget that Pa had passed away and forget Grandma had passed away and really kind of focused on, you know, peeling garlic and cutting onions and braising short ribs. I put the meat in my sauce and it's, I think it's good. Uh, but, you know, doing that, getting getting the sausage out and getting the ground beef out, you know, seasoning it and tasting it and let it simmer and, uh, you know, just really kind of uh, it was kind of a cool way to pay homage to to their passing and their memory, in my opinion, anyway. So I'm not sure if you like to cook, but what I will tell you is that I will. I'm going to be putting some you know recipes out, and I don't know if they're any good, and I don't know if they're very exact, but they're things that I enjoy cooking, and they're things that help me, you know, kind of when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling down. Um, not gonna lie that sometimes uh, when I'm feeling really bad I go and I eat and that's probably not the best thing to do and that's probably not a very healthy thing to do uh, but it is something that I do and you know I was uh, I was single for a while and and uh, you know you really learn how to cook for yourself uh, the nice thing about being single is you could try making things that are really bizarre or try to make them work somehow and they don't work out. Nobody knows. It's uh, it's really just you. <clears throat> I had that for a bit, and you know now I get to try it with my wife Veronica and my kids, and and uh, you know kind of see how things uh, are. Like, oh, you know, is this going to be tasty? And I think my wife has kind of learned at this point. Like, uh, Matt, what are you making? Well, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Well, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah, I'm going to try doing it this way. Uh, that still doesn't sound good. So <laughs> she's kind of learned to speak up. Usually, in all fairness, it does turn out to be pretty tasty, but uh, eh, she has her doubts sometimes with it. So I'll be putting up the recipe for how I like to make um, sauce, and uh, people can try it out. It'll be on the Broadly Specific Facebook page. So I'll post that when I post the, the podcast, so you'll be able to check that out and, and make that. 
So as far as for today's episode, I really enjoy everyone taking a listen. I don't know how funny it necessarily was, but I, I'm glad that you listened and we we got through it and I was able to share some things with you. I would absolutely love your feedback. I would absolutely love you sharing this podcast with others and and uh, you know letting me know if you want if you think it would go better in a different direction. I've never done this before. Uh, so this is new for me, and I definitely want to push it as far as I can take it. So uh, please let me know your thoughts and your feelings on it. And um, you know, thank you very much for turning into this very first episode of Broadly Specific with Matt Sincorani. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> <laughs>